from Epic Deer Studios, this is The Ice Queens. And now your hosts, Liz and Tori. Welcome back, figure skating fans, to another episode of The Ice Queens. We have caught Olympic fever. You might hear I'm a little sick this week in our uh, broadcast, so if I cough, please forgive me. But I did notice that my sickness and my queasiness and my pain started precisely at the point where Yevgeny Plashenko took the ice on Tuesday night. Oh, That's God. That's completely understandable. <laughs> it's just vomit-inducing. <laughs> oh, my God. I needed more than a bucket. I needed, like, a bathtub. I needed to pop a few Vicodin because I was in so much pain. <sighs> it was horrible. Yeah, and it just it just wouldn't go away. And then it came back Thursday night. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about a little about that a little bit more later. But, oh, it, it was really difficult to get through. So... I'm coughing, choking, gagging, you know, the usual reactions to Yevgeny out there, which I'm still suffering from almost a week later. Um, but let's start with the pairs. Um, they were the first event of the Olympics, first figure skating event of the Olympics. And um, short program kicked off, I believe it was Saturday night. And um, I think it was on Sunday. It was on Valentine's Day. Oh, How right. appropriate. Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then they made a big deal about the story with Evora Lag- Ladwig dating What's-His-Face, you know, what. Ever. They didn't go on a date because they were skating. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Meanwhile, all the Chinese skaters are complaining because they're missing their Chinese New Year with their family. And I'm thinking, <laughs> dude, you can't pay me to want to spend any New Year with my family. So I don't know what the deal is. But, you know, my Asian friends do say that that's actually an important holiday, so I shouldn't belittle it. But it was just sort of mystifying me. Anyway, Tori, why don't, why don't you take us down to business and, and talk about the actual competition? Well, you haven't got to see any of these pairs this year, so it was all new to you. But, you know, Shannon Zhao won. And I was happy to see that their short program was really good I thought that in the long program they didn't have the performance of the night that was actually Pang and Tong but Shen and Zhao uh, did enough to win because they were quite a bit ahead after the short program they did have one mistake um, in the long and that was on the lift he almost dropped her it was kind of shocking to see that I thought he was going to drop her on her head, but they recovered and they ended up winning. And it was good to see them win because, you know, it's been a long road for them. This is our fourth Olympics. And then they kept showing his injury he had at the last Olympics with the Achilles tendon. And that was just disgusting. Oh my God. It's like, it's like watching that Joe Theismann video over and over again. I mean, that Achilles tendon injury has to be the worst injury that a figure skater could possibly have. Yeah. It was gross. It's like, quit showing that. Just give him the gold medal already. Okay. Yeah. And like you were saying, the Russian mafia obviously didn't get a very big payoff in the men's program or the Paris program because the Russian domination finally was ended. Right. Yeah. So that was nice. The uh, Russian stranglehold on the Olympic gold medal was broken. Although, you know, technically she's not Russian. She's a Russian citizen now. And I was talking about Yuko Kavaguti. Yeah. You like how they changed her name? Yeah. It's like, um, why don't you just call yourself Akasana Bayul? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe Irina Slutskaya. I guess she's actually Russian. Yeah, so now she's a Russian citizen. But I was feeling kind of bad for her. You know, they didn't even win a medal, the Russians. Um, She didn't skate that well in the long program. And it's like, it had to be going through her head. I've given up my Japanese citizenship. And I now have to get a visa to go see my family. And I'm stuck in Russia now. Not to mention the fact that I have to claim that Yevgeny Plashenko is actually a countryman of mine. Which, no. Who needs (laughs) that? But yeah, I did feel sorry for her too, although um, 
she was painfully thin, I thought. I'm like, you're about to snap in half. If they think that Achilles tendon injury is bad, wait till she taps her foot on the ice and breaks her leg or something. I mean, that chick was skinny. Yeah, she is. She's flimsy. That I was just waiting for her to just crash at any time when he's throwing her. You know, I'm not a big fan of, of that pair. I thought that they were overscored in the short program. So they were in third place going into the free skate. And then they had a rough free skate. There was some mistakes. And uh, one of the most annoying parts of the routine was when she ripped open her dress to show the little heart that was on her dress. What the hell was that? Yeah, that's like something Johnny Weir would do. (laughs) (laughs) Not someone you want to emulate when it comes to costuming. That's an automatic deduction right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we had our predictions about who was going to finish one, two, three. And I only predicted them because his last name was, you know, is alcohol, is vodka. um, Smirnoff Smirnoff vodka. But Tori, you actually correctly predicted the top three. Good way to go. I know. I was a little worried after the short program because Ping and Tong were in fourth. But I also knew that they were they're strong skaters and they came through in the long program. I actually thought that they had the best skate of the night in the long program. Yeah, I thought they were good, too. And, of course, you know, they were ripping on Zhang and Zhang, the other Chinese pair, whatever, because they have no artistry. Um, right. Speaking of no artistry, um, the Americans uh, finished a pathetic 10th, 10th and 13th. Yow. But the sad thing is that both of the pairs really skated pretty good for them. I know. And, you know, Denny and Barrett, who skated really well at the Nationals, finished, you know, they were the ones that finished 13th and Avora Ladwick finished 10th. So, Right. Avora and Ladwick, you know, those were the best skates they've probably ever had. So they ended up 10th. It just shows how weak the U.S. is. You watch Denny and Barrett and they've been together 18 months. Well, it makes a big difference. Uh, you got Shen and Zhao been together 18 years. Yeah. So you can totally see the difference there. So I think we're in trouble for the next few years because we won't be sending three to the Worlds this year, obviously. And I don't think that these two pairs are going to place high enough that we'll be sending three to Worlds the next year. So I think we're going to be having just two pairs for a while. Yeah, it'd be a long, painful legacy of two pairs and going to the events and nobody and in the top 10, you know, that's pretty much the way um, U.S. pair skating is going these days. But who, who knows? Maybe there'll be some upstarts coming up. We definitely need some. Right. Um, so I was, I was happy for the Chinese because they won the gold and the silver. I was really happy for their coach because, you know, that is a sad story there. And, you know, they showed the clips of him in 1980 at the Worlds with him and his partner. And they got last place at the Worlds and they were terrible and it was an embarrassment. So it's nice to see 30 years later how he has totally turned the program around in China and they're at the tops now. It's redemption, man. Redemption. <laughs> That's what the Olympics are all about. Yeah. And, and then also, I guess we should mention who got third were um, the clowns. <laughs> God, I know. Send in the clowns with the tears and everything. The Germans, Sevchenko and Slakawi, or whatever. They don't say, obviously, the announcers don't say their names the way we do, which means that the announcers are clearly incorrect in their pronunciations. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, they had the clown outfits with the, the short. with the tears drawn on their faces. And oh, please. And they were second after the short program, but I just knew, you know, they haven't been that strong this year. They've been kind of up and down. I didn't think that they'd be ho- able to hold it together and they did have mistakes in the long program. They fell on the double axle and they were off on, you know, some of their unison. I do like that program, the out of Africa, but it just was not their night. So they ended up third. They got a medal. It'll be interesting to see if they hang around or are at the Worlds or 
at next season. Yeah, and we do need to give a shout out to um, a very hilarious blog online called Aunt Joyce's Ice Cream Stand. She does a review of figure skating and she was talking about Slikawi's butt in his pants during the Out of Africa number, which is <laughs> which was pretty hot, I have to say. Yes, it was. So shout out to Aunt Joyce, whoever you are. <laughs> and I guess I wanted to mention the other Russian pair. What is it? Murktova and Trankov. Yeah. Just the because they, yeah, just because they <laughs> skated to the love story. And did you see after they panned after their program up to Sally and Peltier? Oh, yeah. They were their, the look of horrified hate. faces that they had. It was just classic. Yeah. And I was wondering, was that a dig at them? Because, you know, they skated to love story when they won the Olympics and now they're the Olympics are in Canada and a Russian pair skating to love story. It's like, was that kind of a dig at them or what? It could be, but yeah, <laughs> I, I would definitely believe they're getting divorced because they did not look very happy up there. Although, you know, we say, we call David Peltier, the robot reporter. He looked pretty animated when he was in the booth. Yeah. Well, and we're lucky that he's actually commentating for Canadian television and we do not have to see him on the NBC broadcast because um, I don't think I could take it because the NBC broadcast has been pretty bad. It's been bad. And Andrea Joyce is at the Olympics. That is a <sighs> crime against humanity. It's humiliating. I cannot believe that NBC has not fired her. Every time she's on, I'm just like, please don't talk to her. Skaters, you see her with the microphone, run <laughs> just the other run. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. No comment. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's what they need to do because she asks the stupidest questions. She cuts off the skaters when they're trying to answer her stupid questions, and oh, it's horrible. Well, their whole coverage, I don't know, NBC totally bites. This tape delay is ridiculous. You know, I'm on the West Coast, the same time zone as the Olympics, but they delay it for three hours, and so stupid. Yeah. I'm watching it at midnight. It's The broadcast doesn't start till 8. Well, the competition's already been over by the time they start broadcasting it, but they don't actually start showing it until 10 or 11 o'clock at night here. And then the other night with the men's long program, it went past midnight. So I didn't even get, I had taped it and it didn't um, tape Yevgeny's performance because he was the last one. <gasps> So you know how happy that made me. Although you actually should consider that a blessing. Well, I had to go out there and find the performance out on the NBC website. But it's like, hey, that's ridiculous. How can it be after midnight? And the only thing that they are doing right is that they have Dick there. Unfortunately, oh. he's only on for two to three minutes. You know, yeah. a little recap. It's like, we need to kick. Scott out of the booth and get Dick over there. I know. That guy is a gold mine. He's hilarious. And he's wearing combat boots every time they show him. I don't know what is up with that. Um, no, I think they're orthopedic. <laughs> you know, they're like his old man orthopedic shoes. And so he's just so adorable in his <laughs> old man shoes. Yeah, well, it's, apparently the shoes have created quite a buzz. I hear that a lot of people have been asking NBC what's up with Dick's shoes. Oh. Anyway, poor Dick. We love you, and we do appreciate your commentary. You've been really funny. So let's move on to the men's competition. That was a barn burner from start to finish. It they was. I loved it because, well, you know, Evgeny had to skate early, and he was in first place. But then Daisuke and Evan skated and they were within a half a point of him and they showed Evgeny up in the stands and you could just see him seething with rage because he could not believe that he was only a half point ahead of these guys. Because oh. all season he's been eight to nine points ahead of people going into the long program. So I just loved that. Oh, I know. It was like, oh, Evgeny, your time has come. You will suffer. And I love the little montages that... Um... <laughs> That, that NBC when he was driving, when he's, driving he's like, people don't like me. And I'm yelling at the TV. 
yeah, I don't like you. And I can name about 20 more people who hate you. And you're not, I mean, at least he realizes people don't like him. One of the best things was when they were talking to Dick after the short program. And he was, you know, talking about Evgeny. And he's like, and his hair is stringy and dirty. And, yeah, and, um, he, and he likes to play the evil character. The evil character, so that cracked me up. And he basically said that his skating wasn't pretty and he didn't have good flow on the ice, so I loved it. And then they showed the clip of Yevgeny saying about how he wanted to win two Olympic medals and be like Dick Button. And then they showed Dick's face, and it was like his mouth was <laughs> hanging open. He was glazed over. He didn't even know what to say. And he's like, uh... <laughs> Dick Buttons Don't let like it happen, people. Dick Buttons like you will never walk in these combat boots. <laughs> you will never walk in these orthotic shoes, Yevgeny. Don't even think about it. I know. And then, then he's like, "Oh, records are meant to be broken." And I was just like, going. Please don't let it happen. And it didn't. So I was very pleased. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it when Evan won because I really didn't know how it was going to turn out. But I think that he, I mean, I think he deserved a win based on all the criteria. I mean, Yevgeny's bitching and moaning and I guess now um, Putin is complaining. It's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, you know, Evan, they both had clean programs. I thought that Evan's was better. It was cleaner. Yevgeny had trouble with some of his jumps. There was quite a few. He was tilted in the air. He was pitched forward on a few on the landing. And then, of course, his footwork and his spins are not the same as Evan's. And he front loads the program. So most of his jumps are in the beginning where Evan had half of his jumps after the halfway mark. So Mm -hmm. he's getting bonus points. So that's how he won. But I thought that Evan skated better and he deserved to win. And then, you know, Yevgeny is making Evan look like a prince because we have said how Evan is a douchebag. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yevgeny is a big time a-hole and he needs to keep his, <laughs> his <laughs> trap shut. Yeah, he needs to keep his big freaking schnoz out of anyone else's business and just shut it. Of course, because- they had uh, Andrea, you know, run over to him and say, uh, do you did you think that you did enough to win? And he said, yes, of course. It's like, why are you even talking to him? Of course he's going to say that. (laughs) Yes, of course. You know, it's not right that somebody doesn't do a quadruple and is the um, gold medalist. Yeah, I think the word humility is missing from his Russian. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I I just don't even like to watch him skate because he's just a big flailathon. He's got a stupid mullet. He's just trash. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's just, he just skate for a while, jump, skate for a while, jump skate for a while, jump. Yeah, it's like he might as well be like in a diving competition. Go up to the diving board, jump down, go up to the, I mean, that's all he's doing. He's not, he's not doing anything. And like, you know, Dick's saying, well, it's not figure jumping, it's figure skating. And so this is the judging system. He knows the judging system. It doesn't say that anyone who does a quad triple combination is going to win the gold medal just because they do a quad. Right. And I thought of, it was funny because he was saying how, you know, the scoring system changed or whatever. And it's like, well, you skated under this same scoring system when you won the gold medal in 2006. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't the 6.0 scale back in 2006. It was the point system. So it's like you don't know how to work the system where Evan backloads the program. He's got level fours on his footwork and his spins. He knows what he's doing. It's like you could have done that. Yeah, I mean, Evan Evan wasn't, you know, going balls out with this program. He was skating mm-hmm. to protect. I mean, he was skating conservatively. But Evgeny was shaky on all of his landings. I mean, yep. he was not solid. And I can't see how he thinks that he has any case just because he did a quad triple. Because I mean, um, he is delusional and thinks he's <laughs> the best skater ever in the world. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. <laughs> so he's got his two silvers, his two golds, and we can only pray to God we don't see him in 2014 in Sochi, Russia. I think I have a feeling he is going to 
stick around. Oh, yeah. He's got to be the Avenger once more. You know, and Evan, I have to say, I mean, we were pretty harsh on Evan after the Nationals because of how he acted. But I have to say, he actually showed some human emotion after the short program. I mean, I can imagine it was pretty emotional because of how painful it was, how poor he did in the short program in 2006. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he actually seemed like an actual human being after the short program. And then I've been watching him, you know, with Costas and these other guys in the interviews talking about Yevgeny and all this crap that Yevgeny and Putin are saying about the competition. And he's basically saying, Yevgeny is a good guy. He's a great skater. Um, I understand it's really disappointing to lose. And sometimes you might say things that, you know, you don't mean, but he's been very gracious about it, which is, which is just surprising. He didn't need to right. be that gracious. Yeah, he's not jumping into the fray and making himself no. bad. Uh, Yevgeny's just making himself look worse and worse every time he opens his mouth. But Evan, Evan's a great interview because I've seen other interviews with him and he, knows what to say when questions are asked to him. So we're talking about how much we love um, Dick being on the broadcast and like pretty much after all the competitions, he has a conversation with, uh, <laughs> with Bob, <laughs> with Bob Costas about the figure skating. And, um, you know, it's hilarious because this last one I saw was actually Scott Hamilton, Bob Costas, and then Dick Button and Evan sitting next to each other. And Dick was talking about how Evan had the complete package. And I <laughs> thought that Evan was looking a little disturbed, a little um, disconcerted about the fact that Dick was talking about his package. <laughs> <laughs> he looked a little uncomfortable over there. But like you said, awesome. he is a, he, yeah, he is a good interviewer and he kept it together for the most part. He needs to lay off the spray tan, though. I mean, he's <laughs> like an Oompa Loompa out there. <laughs> and, you know, they're saying how Vera Wang did his outfit. I mean, he had that nasty ass snake. And just like, do you realize you just got pictured with your gold medal on the podium wearing that nasty ass snake costume for the rest of your life? That's like a big penis around his neck. Okay. Okay. It's a big phallic symbol. Yeah. And then he's got these big shoulder pad things like in both the short and the long program outfits. And I was like, okay, Vera, love your wedding dresses, but you're not you got to get out of the skating market because this is not voting well for your design aesthetic. No. Well, so, I guess we should talk about Daisuke because I actually thought in the short program, I thought he had the best short program, um, Daisuke. And then in the long program, I almost felt like he blew it because he decided to do a quad in it. And they said that he hadn't landed a quad all season in competition. So it's like, what the hell? He got zero credit because he fell on it. And if he hadn't have done the quad and fallen, it would have been a lot closer because the rest of his program was really good. All the jumps, the spins, and he looked strong, but he had that fall and that threw him out of, you know, the gold medal contention. Yeah. And it's like Scott was saying, it's like, you know, you got to protect, you can't, you know, you can't be super risky, but I guess he, you know, that was, that was what Yevgeny did to the, some of these skaters. They said, you know, they, they made, they thought they had to do the quad because Yevgeny was doing it. And that's why Evan won because he stuck to what he does best, which is not the quad. Yeah. Cause so. I'm like, if Daisuke hadn't have done the quad, taken it out of the program and had a clean program, he might have been the gold medal winner. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad strategy there. He had a, he had a you know, good, interesting program, and he skated well except for that one fall in both programs. So it was. I was glad to see him skate good at the Olympics. And then Johnny, two good programs. I thought he got hosed on the um, scoring. He did. I thought he could, should have been at least fourth or fifth. He ended up in sixth place. He was sixth in the short, sixth in the free, and ended up sixth place overall. I mean, that's the best that we've seen him skate probably ever. Two clean programs. He's still slow, but he had no mistakes and he hit everything and he looked like he was enjoying himself. So I did think he got hosed and he definitely should have been ahead of Patrick Chan and even um, Stefan Lambiel, who had a rough skate in the... Um, 
long program. Yeah, I was sort of um, sort of renewing my love for Stefan Lambiel, even though he didn't skate very well. But man, those spins. Holy crap. I love the headless spin at the end. Oh, I know. He did it in both of his programs. And that one where he has his arm down, it's like a sit spin with his arm. I mean, Stefan Lambiel's spins are incredible to watch. Yeah, I was sad. You know, he looked really tight in the long program. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had trouble with almost all of his landing. So it was kind of sad because it was not his best performance. It was kind of lackluster. And it would have been great to see him just skate all out and be good because he would have been in there. But it just wasn't his day. So, yeah. And Patrick but, Chan. Oh, oh God. I, I mean, know, no. you know, I used to like Patrick the first time I saw him, but he's kind of starting to bug me and annoy me more and more every time I see him. Yeah, I was thinking that too. He was seventh after the short program, suck. Fourth after the free skate, and he ended up fifth overall. You know, he had yeah, the weight he was of definitely Canada. Definitely overscored, I thought. Yeah, and he had the weight of Canada on his shoulders, and he just didn't deliver. I mean, he was like he didn't really care out there. He wasn't. He didn't seem to be fighting for it at all. No, and then I don't know. I'm thinking that he maybe is kind of like a Yevgeny Junior, where <laughs> yeah. he's got where he's got an ego and he's arrogant. I don't. That's how he's coming across to me. Yeah, it's like he's he's just oblivious to the fact that he's not actually that good. Yeah. And um, I know that. Well, that- he is good. He did not skate good because I do think that he's a good skater. But he, neither program, I was not that impressed because he did have mistakes. You know that both programs were mistake filled, and I thought that he was propped up by the judges. But I think that he's gonna be uh, kind of an egomaniac type. Yeah. Like a Yevgeny. I think so, so too. Yeah. And we he's d- only and- 19, so he's gonna be around and he should be in the metal contention the next time around unless he, you know, goes implodes. Yeah, and figure skating doesn't need another egomaniac in the men's yeah. competition, that's for sure. So it was it was wild. Nobunari Oda pulled a Tanya Harding in his program. He, he had to stop his program because his skate lace broke. I know. I was sad. He was skating really well. It, um, he put his hand down right on that jump right before, and I'm guessing it was because the lace broke on it. But up to that point, he you know hadn't messed up, hadn't done anything wrong. His lace broke. Then he had to go relay. So once you stop, it's a two point automatic deduction. So that was sad. Um, but he had been skating well, although I don't think that he was with the top three skaters, that his programs are as good as the top three, but he's a good skater. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was really great when I saw him in the Grand Prix, but Sandra Bezik was so mean to him. She said that his, um, well, maybe um, it was he the one that did the Charlie Chaplin or was that, it was that Dennis? No, Trent? yeah. That, that is uh, the Charlie Chaplin is Oda. okay, and she was saying how she thought it was a juvenile program, and I was like, "Ooh, that's mean." I didn't think so. I thought it brought out his personality, and it was a charming program. I thought um, so too. It was fun. I didn't like his short program very much because he was wearing a sparkly onesie, but <laughs> um, <laughs> and gloves, which is a no-no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do. I did like the long program. It was sad that his um, lace broke, but it you know made a little bit of excitement because that doesn't always happen. <laughs> yeah, speaking of outfits, you know, there was the big scandal with Johnny Weir and his fur, like PETA was giving him threats and stuff. So um, he had to put away his bedazzler with the special fur attachment, and he actually had to remove the fur from his outfit for the competition so he wouldn't get blood thrown on him as he walked into the stadium. Yeah, but um, I think he added more sparkles to the yeah. outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, yeah, he, he used his bedazzler for, for some more sequining. So then we have to talk about uh, the dearly departed Jeremy Abbott, who oh. broke my freaking heart. He was heartbreaking. 15th after the short program. Oh, my Just... God. He was 
terrible disaster i mean that program is so good and he was so amazing at the nationals of course was we when we were there to watch him you know he was skating for us and that's why he was so good then but in this oh jeremy it was painful to watch you know he did a single axle he doubled the lutz so right there you know it's all over there's no points he's just in in trouble and you could just see it on his face. And then in the long programming, he came back somewhat. He ended up ninth, I believe. So he, you know, moved up nine spot or six spots, but he had a fall on the quad. It was just a bunch of little mistakes. I, I don't think he's a good pressure skater. I yeah. don't know. And I would I would have said that same thing until he skated the lights out at nationals under the worst pressure that he could have possibly been under. Yeah, but then so he, maybe he was, just peaked. Yeah, and this was his first Olympics and maybe his only because he's going to be 25 this year. And Yeah. I don't know. Because he was really bad at the uh, Worlds last year too. He yeah. fell apart at the Worlds and, you know, what did he get, ninth or 11th or something like that? Um so it was just a rough skate, both of them. And it was sad because I do think that he's a nice guy. And it was like, I wish that everyone could see how good he is. Mm-hmm. Like Scott was saying, you know, that that was nowhere near representative of how mm-hmm. good he can be. And we'll see. I mean, he'll. I, I'm assuming he's going to go to the Worlds in March. And, I hope um, so. And it'll Redeem be a, himself. Yeah. And, and I doubt Evan will go. And let's pray that Evgeny stays home. Um, right. But of course, Evgeny's probably going to go and, you know try to beat everybody because he doesn't know what else to do with himself um, <sighs> but Jeremy yeah I mean that'll be a tough decision to decide whether to come back in four yeah, years. Yeah hopefully he you know at least goes to Worlds and maybe next season so he can uh, not have that be the end of his you know amateur skating career. Yeah so some of the names we've talked about in the past who totally stunk it up Thomas Verner 19th Kevin Vanderparen 17th. Oh well, I want to talk about Kevin Vanderparen. <laughs> Because, um, you know, I believe he won last year at the uh, Worlds for Worst Outfit. Yes. Well, he knows how to deliver. Time <laughs> because in the short program, I thought maybe he was um, just came from Halloween on Ice. <laughs> he was wearing the skeleton outfit. I just kept wishing the whole time. I'm like, I really wish that he was skating with a plastic skeleton mask on his face. Because oh, I how know. awesome would that have been? And it would have been at least more exciting. There was one major bone missing off of the skeleton outfit. That would have been one thing that might have redeemed it for me. But that was just, uh, God, I mean, it's like, what are you doing out there? Did you buy that at Walgreens for $4.99 and wear it I to know. the Olympics? There's probably not great fashion in Belgium, but come <laughs> on, buddy. You know, I mean, time and time again, he comes through with worst outfit of the competition. Yes. And he's done it again at the Olympics. Good job, Kevin. Yeah, he was rewarded by placing 17th, right behind Brian <laughs> Joubert, placing 16th. Oh, terrible. That's humiliating. What happened to Brian? He was horrible. I don't know. He he needs to take the sign and um, just it's make time a, for him to go away. Yeah, make a quiet exit. I, I read last week somewhere that French Skating Federation basically was slamming him saying he needs to go and train like in the United States with choreographers or in other other countries that have uh, more to offer him than in France. Because yeah. I guess basically he never leaves France and he only trains there and only has the choreographers or the coaches there. And they're like, you need to do more. But he probably is gone because what is he, 24, 25? And God, he was terrible. I think he ended up 18th. Yeah. They didn't even show the long program for him. So it's like, whoa. 
the he French was world champion a couple years ago, and now they don't even show his long program on television at the Olympics. Well, the French Republic's like, you've embarrassed us for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> we we spit on you. <laughs> um, and then, but they've got Florent Amodia. The, um, you know, the big story was he was a, he was an orphan found in the streets of Brazil or something, right. and he was adopted by French citizens, and now he's the skating star. And he's, he's pretty good. I think he's got a bright future. Yeah, he's young. He was 18 or 19. So definitely, I think we'll see him around for the next Olympics. And he's got personality. He's got good technique on the jump. So he's fun. I think that uh, he's promising along with Dennis Tan. Yeah, Dennis Tan should be fun to watch, too. So it'll be interesting worlds to see who goes and to see how that shakes out, because this competition had a lot of wild cards. I mean, there was a lot of people who could have been on the podium who could have finished Mm -hmm. in the top 10 and um, it'll be interesting to watch in March, uh, you know, who, who who shows up. And we ought to give hats off to Evan. I mean, he delivered. He did. And he beat our most hated figure skater in uh, fine fashion. So so that makes us like Evan a little bit more because, you yeah. know, we were down on him there for a little bit. I, we, I do think he's a good skater. He's a little can be a little bit boring and robotic. But, you know, that worked for him this time. No mistakes. And. He beat Yevgeny, and that's what's important. <laughs> yep, hats off. So that's how the uh, Ice Queens are calling the Olympics, and we will be back very soon in the next couple of days to cover the ice dance competition and the women's competition, which should be also very interesting. Right. There should be all kinds of controversy going on with at least the ice dancing and probably with the women's too. Yeah. What would figure skating be without controversy? And crappy outfits. <laughs> <laughs> So the two C's, controversy and crappy. (laughs) That's pretty much it. So thanks for listening this time. And as always, you can become a fan of ours on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Um, We are the Ice Queens or download our podcast on iTunes or leave a comment on our website at theicequeens.com or buy our crap at Cafe Press slash the Ice Queens. Happy Olympics to all of you. Tori, what are your final words? Bye. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.